I'm here with sophomore Jackson Alm from Mineral Central quarterback. Uh, thanks for joining me, Jackson. Yep, no problem. Thanks for having me. So you guys are uh, started off two and one this year. Had a tough game last week. Uh, always good to get if you're going to lose. Always good to get one uh, early in the season. Kind of learn from it and move on. Uh, can you kind of talk about your first couple games here to start the season? Uh, yeah, we started out big win against Blackford. Uh, played well all around, defense, offensively. And then carried it on week two. Had a pretty, uh, a big, another big win over Union City. And then last week uh, against Adam Central, it was a big, pretty good game. They were, I think, number three in the state. We had a, have kind of had a long history with them these past five, eight years. So we were, uh, it was a big game. and Yeah, we lost 21-13. It was disappointing, but we're, we've moved on uh, getting ready for Southern Wales this week. Yeah, can't, can't dwell on it too much. Uh, think about it on Friday night and then watch the film on Saturday and kind of just got to move on. Yeah. They moved up to number two and you guys dropped down to number eight. And uh, I think they're in your sectional, right? South Adams in our Oh, South Adams. That's right. Okay. Yep. So, watch. They're another uh, big game that you guys will have next week because they're yeah. they're ranked in the three or four somewhere around there. Yeah. But yes, Adam Central's been uh, about the only team that can beat you guys consecutively the last five six years. So yeah, yeah, zero and four. Yeah. So uh, it'd be nice to get them back one day, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Kind of talk about, uh, you started as a freshman last year. Uh, can you kind of talk about the pressure of that, being the starter as a freshman, uh, having to kind of, quarterback's always the leader of the team, so you you, you know, you got to kind of be the leader and your freshman, kind of earn the respect of your teammates that are juniors and seniors. Yeah, um, well, I mean, going into the summer, I was pretty nervous. Coach Elliott talked to me in the spring. He said I had a shot to get some varsity minutes. And then, it was totally different than I expected. All the seniors and juniors, all the upperclassmen took under their wing. Guys, Logan Patterson, he's a big receiver and uh, wing right now. He was one of the main ones. He really took under his wing, kind of guided me throughout the summer. And then seniors like Taft Manship and Seth Wilson, they taught me, they just welcomed me. Um, there was no no hard feelings or jealousy, really. Just, they they kind of took a lot of the pressure off me, especially Seth and Taff. They're just they were really good players. We, we had third and five. We wouldn't pass it. We handed to one of them. So that helps having them in the backfield. And then you know, just guys all season guiding me. You know, keeping me up. If I made a mistake, there'd be three or four guys immediately helping me up or telling me I'm I'm okay, move on. So it was mainly yeah, players took me under their wing, took a lot of the pressure off. Coach Hill. He was right there with me all season. He took a lot of the pressure. So I I wouldn't really say there was any pressure, but it was the coolest thing for me was just everybody, all the upperclassmen, teammates, and then coaches just kind of taking me in and guiding me through the, my first year. Yeah, that had to help a lot. Always good to have a good coach and uh, good teammates, you know, no jealousy and able to just kind of go out and play ball. And uh, I think you probably earned the respect because you, you had a pretty solid freshman year. You, Completed 58% of your passes, 15 touchdowns, 1,600 yards. Not a bad freshman season. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. 
one sectional. That was the main thing. But. Yeah, that would be pretty cool too. Yeah. Uh, so this year, uh, obviously you're going to be looking to win another sectional and then try to get another regional and move on from there. Can you kind of talk about what you've worked on? Because this year you've started off, uh, you're over 500 yards passing, over 100 rushing. Uh, you got five passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, and you're completing almost 75% of your passes. Uh, so, you, you know, there's big improvement there. Can you kind of talk about what you worked on this summer and uh, what's kind of been working in two-a-days and then just in the fall so far? Yeah, um, well, starting in the spring, Coach O had me come in once, twice a week, and we just work on footwork, just kind of the little things. Um, and then starting the summer, we just kind of put in our basic pass plays, the basic reads, and ran as mainly the same thing all summer, grew a little bit. Um, we worked on uh, – I tried to be more um, selective in my passes. You said last year I only completed 58%. I'm at 75%. I'm trying to keep that up. Um, not throw as many interceptions as I did last year, which so far this year, I, that's the one thing I'd like to improve on. I've threw in three games, but yeah, he's coach. Ho's, he's been helping me with the reads a lot. I've gotten more like this time last year. I was still learning the offense a little bit. And then, but after, uh, this spring and summer, I've learned, I've totally gotten the offense, but, um, so that was a big thing. And then. Uh, just going into the season, Blackford, we kept we, we tried to keep it simple. Uh, we had a couple guys out, and that worked for us well. And then uh, Union City, we kind of grew a little bit and then grew for South Adams. And then I think South Adams kind of made us take a step back. We're going to try to simplify things a little bit. But we've worked on a lot of things. Coach has sped up my release, and then I'm trying to be a bigger threat as a runner as well this year. Yeah, it seems like you kind of um... – you know, taking pride in the being able to run and pass, uh, which makes it hard on the defense when the quarterback can run and pass. So, um, you know, it's pretty cool that you're able to do both. And uh, yeah. it only makes the offense better and probably makes Coach Ho's job a little easier too. Yeah, for sure. Can you kind of tell us, uh, can you kind of tell us what Coach Ho's like? Uh, he's kind of built you guys into a powerhouse, especially for uh, small Randolph County uh, farmland area. Um, you know, you guys got two sectionals, one regional. Um, I think I, you guys were like 33 and six the last five years. Uh, just kind of talk about what he does and how he's kind of grown this program and got you guys to buy in. Yeah, he's, well, he's obviously really experienced. He coached at Muncie Central, had a few crazy years, really good teams out there. And I mean, he's still, he came to North Central, he was planning on getting out pretty soon. But uh, after the first couple of years, he kind of thought he might have something going. And, yeah, he's – I would say he's one of the best coaches out there. He's always – he's not he doesn't uh, let players get too down on themselves. He's always got good advice for you. Um, he's a really good uh, mentor, even off the field. He's great. He's just really experienced. Um, he Last year, he was huge for me. He helped me. This year we have a couple of younger guys playing, and then still for me, he's just every step of the way he's constantly teaching. I mean, I throw an interception; he's not he doesn't really rip into me or anything. He teaches me, he tells me what I did wrong, and we go out and fix it. That's possession. Right? Yeah, you're still young, so you still got you know you're still learning. So I'm sure he's he's taking it nice and slow with you, and uh, knows that you're only going to get better. 
can you kind of talk about the um, community support? Like you guys are always, you know, standing room only on the fence. You know, crowds always packed, and uh, you know, small small town like farmland. Uh, it's got to be pretty cool when you got you know full stands and people staying all over the place, and uh, just kind of makes you guys more excited, right? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's having a community. Just even if it's a small community, it's awesome having the whole community behind you. Showing you on every step of the way. Yeah, it feels like the whole town is just like at the football game, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's a great feeling. Yeah, it's always pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys travel to Southern Wells on Friday night, and uh, we'll be looking to be three and one. Uh, like I said earlier, you guys uh, ranked eighth right now, so things are still uh, going good, and just got bounced back. And I'm sure you guys are looking forward to getting uh, getting a win on Friday and. Uh, moving past last Friday's game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. Trying to just bounce back, get back in the groove of things, get ready for South Adams. Is uh, everyone healthy? Uh, we have we had a couple guys banged up. Adams Central, we lost two linemen. One of them will, should be back for South Adams, and then the other had a broken leg, and he's out for the season. Oh, wow. But we've got, yeah, we have a, a tackle who's been out all season. He. We're not sure when he's coming back yet. We're still waiting on him. It's just we've yeah, it's our line that's taken hits. The guard, one of our guards is out for the year and then another guard is the one out this week and then a tackle. But other than that, we're healthy. All of our running back swings are still healthy. But just we our line is the main thing right now. Yeah, gotta get that line figured out. It's always important to have a good offensive line, especially as you get near uh, playoff time. Yeah. Well, hey, Jackson, we appreciate it. And uh, I'm sure Minnesota Central fans will enjoy this. And I appreciate you giving me some of your time on this Wednesday night. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate you reaching out to me. All right, man. Good luck the rest of the season. Thank you. All right, that was Minnesota Central's Jackson Allum. Uh, appreciate his time. It's a sophomore, having a great season. Uh, he's going to be looking to have a great career. Uh, so I appreciate his time. Uh, like we said earlier, uh, number eight, Mineral Central will travel to Southern Wells, and they'll be looking to be three and one. Uh, Heritage Christian goes to Eastern Hancock. They're three and zero. Shenandoah at Lapel, number eleven, Lapel and two A. Um, I plan on being on that. Uh, I plan on being at that game uh, to watch Cole Alexander and Lapel take on Shenandoah. And then Westdale at Tri to round up the MEC conference. Uh, in the TEC, uh, Centerville travels to Winchester. Winchester will look to bounce back after a tough loss to Northeastern. Uh, Centerville is one of the better teams in the TEC conference, so that should be a good matchup. Hagerstown goes to Union County. And Northeastern will look to continue to be the leader of the TEC. They travel to Lincoln. And Union City out of Randolph County will go to Knightstown. And that will be a tough matchup, always going to Knightstown. And the Metropolitan, number 16, Ben Davis, travels to number 10, Center Grove. Center Grove is ranked 10th. They're 0-3. They're going to look to bounce back and uh, get a win versus Ben Davis. Uh, It's going to be a tough game for Ben Davis because Center Grove is going to be ready for that. Number 3, Carmel at Pike. Carmel's been rolling the last few weeks. They'll look to continue to uh, go to Pike and win that. Uh, Number 12, Lawrence North at North Central. That should be a great game. Both teams coming off losses. 
number two in 6A, Warren Central, goes to number 11, Lawrence Central. In the Hoosier Crossroads Conference, number six, Brownsburg, travels to number one, Avon. That is one of the games of the week right there in the whole state of Indiana. Number six versus number one. Avon's on fire. Uh, Brownsburg has two great receivers, and they have a quarterback, um, Ben Easters, that is committed to Kansas. So he's going to look to have a big game, and uh, will be interesting to see how that goes on Friday night. Hamilton Southeastern at number seven, Fishers. Uh, Noblesville at number eight, Westfield. Westfield is three and zero. They're going to continue to uh, look to be four and zero versus Noblesville. Um, hopefully, that's a good matchup in Hamilton County. Uh, Zionsville goes to Franklin Central. In the Hoosier Heritage Conference, Greenville Greenfield travels to Pendleton Heights. Mount Vernon travels to number one, New Pal. Uh, the running back. Uh, Spiegel will look to continue to up his rushing record as he looks to go to 9,000 yards in the next few weeks. Shelbyville goes to Newcastle, and number 12 and 3A Yorktown goes to number 6 and 4A Delta. That's a rivalry game right there. Be interesting to see how Delta continues after a big 85-0 win, and can Yorktown bounce back after a tough loss to New Pal last week. In the Circle City Conference, Columbus North travels to Roncalli. And 3A number 5, Garen Catholic, travels to number 8 and 3A Burbuff. And then number 1 and 3A Bishop Chattard will go to number 4 and 5A Cathedral. What a game that will be. Uh, 3A versus 5A and uh, two of the top teams in each one of those divisions. So that will be interesting to see how that goes. we got some games that are really gearing up uh, the next few weeks in conference play. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how those go and who takes control of their conferences. In NCAA football, uh, week three action. Uh, some top 25 teams will be in action uh, Friday night. Number 20, Washington State goes to Houston. Uh, big one on Saturday afternoon. Number six, Ohio State travels to IU. IU has played Ohio State tough the last few years, but can can IU slow down Justin Fields and J.K. Dobbins? That's going to be the task to stop that duo. Uh, Pitt at Penn State, big rivalry game there. Penn State's been scoring a lot of points. Can Pitt slow them down and look for the big upset at number 13, Penn State? Notre Dame's back in action. Uh, New Mexico State travels to Notre Dame. And number 21, Maryland at Temple. Can Maryland continue after a big, big win last week? Got them into the top 25. Number two, Alabama goes to South Carolina. Uh, that's not going to be good for South Carolina. Stanford at number 17, UCF. Can Stanford bounce back after losing their quarterback and having a tough game last week versus USC? And Central Florida kind of surprises first Lane Kiffin's Florida Atlantic team. They blew them out. Number 24, USC at BYU. USC's uh, quarterback, first start last week, just completely dominated. Can he continue at BYU? Arizona State at Michigan State. This will be a good test for Herm Edwards and Arizona State. Uh, that was one of my uh, kind of surprise teams in the Pac-12 to kind of be up there and possibly win that. Uh, they'll have to travel to Michigan State, which always has a good defense. Number 19, Iowa at Iowa State. What another rivalry game we got there. Uh, can Iowa State wake up a little bit after some tough games? and uh, compete with a top-20 team. 
Uh, number 11, Utah. Number 8, Auburn. Number 19, Texas A&M. They should all have some easy games and big wins. Number 9, Florida at Kentucky. SEC matchup. And then there's an ACC matchup. Number 1, Clemson at Syracuse. That will be Saturday night at 7.30, I believe. Number 4, LSU. They got a cupcake game. Number 12, Texas. Number 22, Boise State. Number 15, Oregon. Should all roll easily. Number 5, Oklahoma at UCLA. How bad will Jalen Hurts hurt UCLA's defense? He should put up some big numbers and continue his Heisman campaign. He looks like a man on a mission after Alabama chooses two over him. He transfers out, having a big year so far. Hawaii at Washington. Can Washington bounce back after that big upset loss against California? Uh, Hawaii's always got a fun offense to watch. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out uh, late Saturday night. Uh, Florida State at number 25, Virginia. Virginia was our pick to win their division of the ACC. Can Florida State uh, get a big win versus them and kind of show everybody that they do not deserve all the criticism they're getting? Uh, coaches on the hot seat. Be interesting to see how Virginia handles that. Florida Atlantic at Ball State. Lane Kiffin comes into Muncie, Indiana on Saturday. Uh, be interesting to see if uh, Drew Plitt can continue to throw up big numbers and uh, lead Ball State to the back-to-back -back wins on Saturday. Uh, TCU at Purdue. Uh, Rondell Moore uh, hopefully continues to have a big year. He's just killing it right now. He's ranked in number one in receptions, reception yards, yards. He's just killing it. His numbers are insane. Um, I like Maryland this week. I like Stanford. I like Purdue at home, and I like Nevada. Uh, take those and leave it. Uh, NFL, uh, week one wrapped up on Monday night. Uh, there's a lot of blowouts, like the Titans uh, just stomped on the Browns. And like I told you guys at the beginning of the year, every time that an NFL team has big expectations, they go out and spend a lot of money, get big free agents, they always fail. They never reach those expectations, and that's how the Browns started off the year. It'll be interesting to see if they can bounce back uh, this upcoming weekend. Ravens came out, showed that Lamar uh, Jackson can throw the ball all over the field. Uh, it also looks like the Dolphins are tanking. 59-10 win for the Ravens as they uh, stomped all over the Dolphins. Vikings defense just lit up Matt Ryan and their offense. Uh, the Vikings won 28-12 over the Falcons. And that defense was just really impressive. And Matt Ryan, that offense just did not look normal at all for most of that game. Buffalo and the Jets, 17-16. Uh, Buffalo won that. Eagles struggled early on versus the Redskins, but they pulled out a 32-27 win. And Mahomes, he looked like the MVP again for most of that game after getting banged up a little bit. Scary moment for Chiefs fans and Mahomes. They won 40-26. Rams won a close one, 30-27. Uh, as far as the Colts game, you know, you, Colts fans got to give Brissett a chance. Have to give Brissett a chance. I thought Jacoby played pretty good. He played good enough to win. Uh, Marlon Mack had a huge second half, led the league in rushing uh, in the first week. Uh, just Benatari, two missed field goals and extra points, just not normal as they lost 30-24. to 24. Uh, You get those field goals and that extra point, and the Colts, you know, they're going to steal that game. Uh, so that was a tough road loss to start the year, and now they'll travel to the Titans uh, on Sunday. Seattle 21, Bengals 20. That was a close game. Uh, Bengals kind of lost it there at the end, controversial and fumbling, etc. Uh, so tough loss for the Bengals. 
Cowboys smash the Giants. Dak, huge game. Uh, Zeke gets paid. Dak wants paid. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Detroit and the Cardinals, a tie. Everyone hates ties. NFL has to fix that problem. There should not ever be a tie in football. Uh, Kyler woke up early or late in the second half and uh, led the Cards back and at least gave them a tie. It's better than a loss, I guess. 49ers cruised to a 31-17 win over the Bucks. Steelers got absolutely embarrassed at the Patriots as Brady and Belichick look like they cannot be stopped. They had Antonio Brown. Will it work out? Who has any idea about that? He's in some trouble, possibly. Uh, just lost his mind. Should be interesting. I don't know how he's going to make it work. Brady likes to throw to 10 different people. They like to pound the ball. They like to throw short passes. Not big on the deep ball. I don't know how it's going to work out for Antonio Brown. Uh, game of the week for week one was Saints 30, Texans 28. What a freaking fourth quarter that was. As the Saints go down, score, then the Breeze leads them to a touchdown, then Deshaun Watson gets the two nice passes, one deep, and then that strike laser that he threw for a touchdown to take the lead. And then the Saints get the ball back. Not very much time, what, 30 seconds? He goes down, Drew Brees down the field, gets to the 41-yard line. Lutz kicks a 58-yarder to win as the time ran out. On uh, the second game of Monday night, Oakland 24-16 over the Denver Broncos. Derek Carr looked really good. He had, what, three, four incompletions. Really solid. He basically told everyone, I don't need Antonio Brown. And uh, looked like maybe he can be back to MVP-type numbers. Uh, he was hitting Tyrell Williams and uh, Waller, the tight end. And then the rookie Jacobs was running the ball pretty good. So, uh, Good start for the Raiders, and uh, the Raiders fans enjoyed that one on Monday night. And as you saw, Gruden was pumped up after that game. Uh, so, like we said earlier, uh, sophomore, uh, to wrap this up, uh, we'll go into week four of Indiana High School football. Jackson Olam, Minnesota Central quarterback, sophomore, he's leading the way for Randolph County as far as passing and total yards and uh, scoring points. And that 75% completion percentage is just absolutely insane. Uh, LaPel Sr. Cole Alexander, he's got almost 500 yards passing, six touchdowns, only one interception. He's rushed for 187 yards and three touchdowns. I can't wait to watch him on Friday night, one of my players to watch. Uh, another one to watch on Friday night is senior Camden Simons at home versus Noblesville. Uh, like we said earlier, he's got 68% completion percentage, 21 yards a pass, six touchdowns, zero interception. Very impressive. Um... And he's also got 549 yards passing, 200 yards rushing, and three touchdowns. So he's got nine touchdowns total and almost 800 yards total offense. Um, that's uh, pretty close to top 20 in the whole state for total offense from Camden Simons. Uh, watch out for him on Friday. Uh, junior quarterback uh, Ben Easters from Brownsburg, who I said earlier he's committed to Kansas. We've talked about him several times. He's got a big one versus number one Avon, so I want to keep my eye on him and his two receivers as he's got 57% completion percentage right now, 609 yards passing, eight touchdowns, only one pick. Great start to the year. Can Brownsburg knock off number one Avon and uh, break up their undefeated season? As far as rushing in the state, uh, Colin Price out of Zionsville, sophomore running back, he's number three right now in the state in rushing, 671 yards, seven touchdowns. At number five is New Pals Charlie Spiegel, which holds the rushing record if you've been listening. 
He owns the Indiana rushing career record now, and he's climbing up the points. He's number five in points scored in the career. He's got 585 yards this year and 11 touchdowns. Uh, Pendleton Heights senior Camden Early, he's number 12 in the state in rushing. He's got 494 yards and nine touchdowns. And out of Randolph County at number 30 in the state is Winchester's Cole Campbell. He's averaging 8.4 yards a carry, so 377 yards, six touchdowns for Cole Campbell. Keep an eye out on him, Randolph County. It's exciting to have Cole Campbell and uh, Jackson Olam leading leading the way and up there in the rankings for the state, having big years. Uh, receiving, uh, not many people around it, Randolph County and Delaware County, uh, Hamilton County, they got Hamilton Southeastern number 10, uh, DeAndre Rhodes, 330 yards, averaging 17 yards a catch, three touchdowns. Uh, number 17, Preston Terrell out of Brownsburg. He's a junior, 304 yards, three touchdowns, almost 18 yards a catch. Another Brownsburg junior, he's at number 29 in the state, receiving Luke Lacey, 262 yards, five touchdowns, 29.1 yards a catch. Uh, two juniors with their junior quarterback. Uh, what a great duo that is for uh, Ben Easters. And tackles at a TEC conference, they have a number six in the state in tackles. Centerville senior Drew Van Winkle, 44 tackles. There's a senior out of Zionsville that's number eight, Garrett Williams. He's got 43 tackles. A couple Franklin Central kids, uh, Nate Telhelm is a senior. He's got 42 tackles. A junior, uh, he's number 18 in the state, Luke Shoemaker. He's got 41 tackles out of Franklin Central. And then uh, Jay Higgins, senior from Burbuff. He's number 30 in the state in tackles. He's got 39. He is committed to Iowa. Uh, I can't wait to watch him. His film is insane. If you get some time, look up Jay Higgins. Uh, watch his videos. He's just all over the field. A high school kid should not be able to move like that. Uh, he's a great linebacker out of Burbuff. So look up Jay Higgins and uh, you will be impressed. Let me know what you think on uh, Twitter or Facebook in my comments uh, when I post this video of Jay Higgins. Uh, he's just a monster. So enjoy that. Everyone, good luck in week four on Friday night. Good luck to your college teams as they uh, look to go in week three in NCAA football, and then NFL will kick off week two. Um, this weekend we'll recap everything, uh, have some uh, more interviews, more stats, more scores, keep you up to date on rankings, all that stuff. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Uh, we continue to have fun with it. Um, we're getting likes on Facebook. I appreciate everyone's support. Please keep listening. Um, I try to keep every episode between 20 and 30 minutes, so I appreciate your time for everyone that's listening, paying attention, and watching, uh, you know, talking to me on social media and everything. I appreciate it. Uh, keep supporting. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Uh, like my Facebook page, uh, TMOC Sports Podcast. Uh, my Twitter account is Doing Work Daily. Um, I've had that name since high school, so don't judge me on that. Um, so follow me on social media, keep listening on here, uh, Anchor app, Spotify, uh, uh, there's like six other platforms, so I appreciate it, it's Wednesday, September 11th, uh, keep listening guys, and I appreciate it, uh, Taylor Mock is out on this Wednesday night, I'll let you guys listen in on, uh, Saturday or Sunday, depending on how the day goes, I'll be posting again for all the recaps, stats, uh, all the good information, Hopefully, 
we got some good scores, good upsets, and we'll continue to have fun. Taylor Mox out.